Hey, what's up guys? I'm Tom, and you're checking out episode number 15 of the Floatcast. This is a podcast all about floating. And uh, I'm going to try and do get through these reads. I've tried to do them a couple times and, re- and record them separately and then edit, edit them in post. Um, but I ended up just not getting through them. So I said, screw it. I'm just going to read them live and then just go right into the podcast. And then uh, if I mess them up, sorry. I'm just going to try and chug through them though. Uh, Floatcast is brought to you by FlotationLocations.com. Flotation Locations is the world's premier isolation tank directory and flotation resource center. Their website provides the most reliable and up-to-date global locator for float tank locations and manufacturers. They house their social media pages, newsletters, blogs, and much more, so you can remain updated in this growing industry. If you are interested in floating, you can find a location near you using the fastest, most comprehensive search engine available. If you're a float center or tank manufacturer and haven't teamed up with them yet, it's time to get found. From educating new floaters to meeting premium, uh, providing, damn it, see, this is what happens. I'm keep going though. From providing premium advertising for flotation tank businesses, flotationlocations.com aspires to be the industry's hub and they are proud to be an integral part of driving this industry forward. And let me tell you guys something. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, uh, go off, off mic for a second. Oh, actually, I'm still on mic. I'm gonna go off uh, off the cue card. Um, I hung out with uh, hung out with the guys from FlotationLocations.com uh, a couple weeks ago. We went to go see Rogan in the city, and uh, Aaron and Dan, who are the two guys that run the site, are awesome dudes. They're really really cool guys. It was really great to hang out with them, and uh, we met up with them and uh, the guys from Serene Dreams, which is uh, in uh, here in New Jersey. And uh, also uh, the guy from Float On South New Jersey. And it was pretty cool hanging out with everybody, having a big meet and greet. And uh, we wanted to try and see Rogan afterwards and, and uh, you know, get a nice picture with him and shake some hands and that kind of thing. But uh, unfortunately, Stern, Howard Stern was having a big, like, uh, a big birthday party because he's, a, a you know, a, a meathead and a self-absorbed SOB. Uh, he had to have a big birthday party for himself. Um, and they actually had to bump Rogan to a different venue, uh, than he was originally supposed to be at. And, uh, because of that, the venue didn't want him hanging out afterwards and taking pictures. This is what I heard. I don't know if that's totally true about the, the venues saying that or, or if that's the way it went down or whatever it is. But from what I heard, that, that's the way it went down. Um, either way, it's, it's fine. It's not, you know, it's not the end of the world. Still love Rogan. It was a great show and, uh, it was great hanging out with the guys. And, uh, hopefully next time we get Kerry from, uh, from Halcyon Floats in, uh, Philly to come down. Uh, check her out. She's going to open up the end of this month, uh, halcyonfloats.com. Uh, I would say like her on Facebook, but she has like 500 likes already. She's not even open yet. She has 500 likes. I've been open for three months and I'm not even at 300 yet. I don't know what she's doing. I don't know if she's paying these people or, or what's going on, but, uh, God bless her because she's doing great. So uh, hopefully next time, though, we can have a big meet and greet. She can uh, come out and say hello. And, uh, yeah, the Flowcast is also brought to you by uh, – where are we here? Excuse me one second. The Flowcast is also brought to you by the guys from EscapePodTank.com. And uh, they have a new design for their tank in uh, 2014. And the new tank is made out of stainless steel, which is awesome. And uh, what I really like – is that these guys were really smart and they listened to feedback from, from people who bought their tanks and they put in trap doors. And what the trap doors do, it allows easy access to the heaters or the speaker system without having to, to remove the liner. 
which is huge. It's really, really nice feature, the new tanks. And uh, check them out. It's it's really cool how they did it, too, because you can kind of... Uh-oh. Bump the mixer here. Sorry. Um, it's cool because you can buy their stuff kind of like a la carte. You can buy just the tank if you wanted to, which comes with the heater and the ventilation system, uh, but no filtration. You're on your own for that. Or you could buy a whole sick soup-to-nuts filtration system with the tank and uh, be good to go and, and take as many clients as you wanted to back to back to back and uh, be be good to go. <clears throat> so it's really cool the way they're doing it. Check them out, escapepodtank.com. Um, I actually spoke to the boys the other day about maybe getting a tank from them, and uh, I think I'm probably going to end up going with, with uh, their stuff because you know I'm sitting here talking about it, and then the more I look at it, it, it just looks looks like an appealing way to go. Uh, so check them out, escapepodtanks.com. Tell them I sent you, and uh, yeah, that's it. I'm going to go right to the podcast. And right off the bat, I'm going to apologize for, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, taking such a long lapse between uh, doing the last the last low cast. Problem is, I have a lot of clients that want to do it, and they're really excited about the idea of coming on the podcast and, and telling their friends that are on it and, and everything, which is awesome. But um, the way that the scheduling works is, unless they get out of the tank, and we're like, all right, let's sit down right now and record a 20-minute podcast, and that's it. Um, you know, obviously, I don't want to rush them when they come out of their, their float session. I want to sit there and talk with them, and then if they want to do a podcast, we can. But, you know, it's annoying because a lot of the times I'm sitting there talking with them, I'm like, damn it, I should be recording, I should be recording a podcast right now. But it, no matter what you do, it's when you have the mic in front of you, it's, it's really hard for it to be uh, just natural and just let it flow. And, and like a normal conversation would be between two people. So I, I think what I might do is I might try and find some old Russian spies and try and bug the room so that when we just sit there and talk, uh, it's all recorded. I'm not really going to do that. Don't worry. Um, but seriously, it's, uh, a lot of the people that want to come on, it said that they're going to come on the next time and they're going to book sessions like the last session of the day so that afterwards they could just sit and do a podcast and, and, uh, you know, record stuff and, and get some more content out there for you guys because I love, I love talking to people. I was, as most float center owners do, um, or I'm sure all of them do. They love talking to their clients when they get out of the tanks, and it's even cooler when you sit there and record it and then you let other people listen to it because you know that that many more people are hearing about their awesome experience. You know, which is which is great. Um, I've had a lot of. Late night floaters come. You know, I have a lot of people that come. My late, my last appointment I book is at 10. So, you know, 11, 30, 12 is the last time anybody would be done if they were just in and out and that was it. Um, but obviously most people sit and talk and I encourage them to sit and talk and have, have tea and just chat. You know, I, I don't rush anybody. Um, and aside from that, I have people that come at, uh, I have a couple guys that come at like two or four in the morning because they work late night jobs, like as a uh, as a DJ. <clears throat> Stevie, he came on the podcast a couple weeks ago. He works as a DJ, and uh, you know he gets done late night. And I, you know, I bartended for ten years. Well, I still do bartend in the uh, in the summertime. I moonlight, you know, for a little extra, a little extra bucks here and there. Um, it's it's really weird because you'll be behind the bar or behind. Uh, or, or behind a DJ booth or wherever it is, and you'll be sitting there exhausted, really, really tired. But <clears throat> sorry, really, really tired. You can't wait to go to sleep, and then you go home, and you can't go to sleep. You're you're wired. 
You know, you really, uh, you, you can't just, you can't just switch off and go to sleep. So it makes sense to me that after working a night like he would work or a long shift, he would want to come and float. So he came a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago? Yeah, two weeks ago. And, uh, he got here at two, two a.m. and he floated till six. So he had a nice four hour float, which is actually the longest float that anybody's had in that tank. It's even longer than any float that I have. Um, I've had. I think he actually has more tank and more time in the tank than I do because I don't really get to float as much as I would like to, unfortunately. Um, between a combination of, uh, my, still my day job and having an 18 month old and a wife and I like to hang out with them, obviously. Family time is good. Uh, and I got clients coming. So it's tough for me to find my own tank time. And then when I do, a lot of times I'm just so tired, I go in there and end up just falling asleep, which is not to say it's bad, but that's not why I want to go in a tank. I want to go in a tank when I have energy and I feel good and, uh, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so one thing I did do, uh, my last float, last float, uh, two floats ago was, you know, everybody always says not to drink caffeine or coffee or anything before you go in for a float. But I actually, not only did I have a cup of coffee right before I went in for my float, I had a cup of bulletproof coffee. I made, I did the whole thing with the upgraded coffee and, and the, uh, grass fed butter and coconut oil and I blended it and it was delicious like it always is because I make it pretty often. Not all the time. I only use upgraded coffee now, but, uh, I'd say like twice a week I, I make it bulletproof style. But yeah, I, I did that and, uh, and then I went in a tank about 20, about 20 minutes later. Um, <clears throat> and it was an interesting float. It was, my body definitely wasn't as uh, relaxed as it normally is during the float. Whereas like I didn't have total loss of, of, I didn't totally lose myself as far as where the water is and where I am, you know, as, like you normally do. It, it wasn't as, as deep as that normally, as, as that is. But, where where I went mentally, you know, what I thought about, what I was focusing on, I was so focused on it. I was so, it was like a machine. It was unbelievable. So in one aspect, it wasn't as good of a float, but in another aspect, it, it was an amazing float. Um, so I don't know. Check it out. If you, if, if you have access to a float tank and you float often, you know, give it a shot. Nothing, you're not going to have a terrible float. I promise you that. And, uh, you know, you never know. You never, you never know where... What kind of float you're going to have. But definitely, I mean, you never know ever what kind of float you're going to have. But you also never know who's going to come with your place. What kind of clients are going to come in. It's weird. A lot of my uh, a lot of my people book online through the online booking I have on the website. So I don't ever speak to them before they come. And I kind of, it's stupid, but I try to like imagine what they look like by their name. I'm like, all right, uh, John Lee. Hmm. What does he look like? He's probably about five six. He's got dark hair, et cetera, et cetera, and go. And then, and then, you know, the guy gets there and he's like, uh, you know, six eight, like a New York Knicks basketball player. I'm like, oh wow, all right. You're not who I thought you were, Mister Lee. Come on in. It's really weird. But but you know what? That's in any any industry though. You never know who the hell's gonna come in. I went into a place, a specialty coffee shop. That's by my store, my day job. Um, and went in there to buy, see if he had nice specialty tea. Because I figured he would if he had specialty coffee. He had coffee that was $85 a pound. What? 
Are you kidding me? I didn't try it only because I just, you know, I didn't want a cup of coffee at the time. Um, but the tea he had was rather expensive. I think the cheapest one he had was like 30 bucks and it wasn't a very big tin. It was loose tea, which is, you know, it's fine. I don't know what the typical price is for, for loose tea, but when I look at a box of tea and I see 29.99 on it, I'm a little shocked. But, you know, it is what it is. I wasn't unwilling to buy it. I kind of really was browsing it at different ones. And I was thinking about buying a couple of them because I wanted to have a nice variety. Um, but as soon as I walked in, and I had, when I walked in, I had a pamphlet, you know, one of my brochure pamphlets, um, on me because I always like to if I, if I'm ever going to see anybody, I always try to have one on me. Um, pretty much if I, I'm always going to see somebody if I leave the house. So if I leave the house, I pretty much have one on me. So he, uh, I walk in, he just says hello to me. Um, but he kind of immediately, I was looking at the tea. I, I looked around and I saw where the tea was. It wasn't a very big place. I looked around and saw where the tea was and was looking over at the tea section. And, uh, he shouted over to me from, he didn't even get up and, or anything. He was a big guy, big dude sitting behind a counter, like not really even looking at me as he was speaking. And, uh, he goes, what do you, uh, what, what kind of coffee do you drink? That's what he says. What kind of coffee do you normally drink? I said, well, I don't really, uh, I'm not really here for a coffee. I'm kind of here for tea. Um, I'm looking for like a nice specialty tea that, you know, people really can't get anywhere else. And, and it's something that's good and relaxing. And, you know, I explained to him what I wanted. And, uh, at this point, he finally got up and came from around the counter. You know, that, I'd say halfway through me talking is when he actually finally stopped what he was doing and looked at me. And then I'd say seven eighths of the way through the conversation is when he was like, all right, I'm actually going to have to do something here. And he got up and, uh, I, I guess, I guess if, if I told him I normally drank Folgers, he would have said, Oh, go and get C6 on aisle four or whatever the hell. I, you know, I don't, when somebody walks into your place, don't you greet them and say hello and be nice? Anyway, so he walks over to me finally and, uh, I'm looking at the tea and everything, and he says, oh, this is this, this is this. I don't remember what he was saying because they were all, you know, it sounded like he was telling me what kind of weed it was because the way, the, the names he was saying. And he's going through, and he's naming through all these different kinds of teas, and <clears throat> he finally asked me what, why I want tea and why I want a couple, why a couple varieties. And I tell him I own a, re, a meditation and relaxation center. Only because I don't feel like going through the whole float thing with him because I could tell right away this guy is not, you know, I, I don't even, I don't even want to give him a brochure at this point. So, uh, he kind of like scoffs a little bit and, and, uh, says, okay, whatever. And he says, well, why do you need tea? And I said, well, when you get done with your session, it's nice to have a cup of tea and, and, and it helps in relaxation and, and et cetera. And he said, well, what kind of session do you do? So at this point, I finally, uh, pulled out a brochure and gave him one. I like I said, I really didn't want to, but I did. Uh, and gave him a brochure, and uh, he took it and he looked at it. I never forget as long as I live. He took it and he looked at it, and he just goes, "You float, huh? Huh? You float." And like he just looks to his left to where like his wife was behind the counter, who I didn't even see by the way. I guess he keeps her in the in the dark in the back, like some creature or something. I don't know. She wasn't a bad looking woman. But he's like, hey, Martha, look at this. You go float. 
And like he said it in like such such a mocking way. I like I couldn't believe it. Like number one, I couldn't believe it on the scale of just humanity. Like, listen, man, I just told you this is my business. If you want to laugh at me, that's fine. Wait till I walk out the door and then laugh at me. You know? Don't sit here and do it. What are you, out of your mind? And now you want me to, to give you my business? Like, as a customer, are you going to do that to, to a customer? So, um, he walked over and put it on the counter for his wife. Um, I don't even think she got up. I guess she's used to just sitting there with her head down because he rules with an iron fist. And, uh, he turned around, he walked over, put it down, and he turned around and walked back to me, and I just said, thank you, sir, have a nice day. And I turned around and walked out. The next night, or two nights later, um, I had a camera crew here filming filming stuff for uh, for Newsday, for a local newspaper. I mean, it wasn't a huge deal, it was on, on uh, Newsday.com, it wasn't like a big thing, but it was something. And it was something that it could have shown his little thing, his little tea thing there. It would have been on camera because the tea that I had was on camera and it wasn't his tea. Um, so like I say, you never know who's coming into your place. Be nice to everybody. You never know who's going to come into your place. Be nice to everybody. I'm always so nervous that like, I guess not as much here because it's, it's like a home office. And obviously I don't drive like a dope in, in, in a neighborhood. Not to say I drive like a dope anywhere else, but Anywhere, anytime I get close to like my day job, I always drive super, super conservatively and let everybody in and like, you know, super nice guy. Not, you know, not pissing anybody off because you never know who's going to end up making the right into your shopping center and then parking next to you and then walking into your store just by chance. And now you have to deal with this person that you just cut off. So, uh, you never know. Make sure you always do the right thing by people. I mean, that should just be something across the board, but you know. Is what it is. All right, everybody. Not too much float talk this this week. More of a story time. But hope you guys enjoyed it. I'll be back next week or uh, or sooner if I get some clients in here that get here at the right time. I want to do a podcast. And uh, yeah, that's it. Thanks for checking out the Flowcast. And uh, keep your tanks clean. Stay salty. Take care, friends. <laughs>